Well, here's the thing. What is it? Okay. Oh, so well, here's the thing. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Well, here's the thing. My husband. The Ketos, let's go. We out here MMA, not podcast, but show. Yeah, we talk to things that you probably didn't know. When we take it, things to places that you probably shouldn't go. That was Alex Lift Guy to Coast the Live from the Forum in Inglewood. Guys, what's up? Welcome to We Out Here MMA Podcast, not show, but now podcast. I'm here with my beautiful, juicy husband in my top left, which I don't know actually where he is, but in my top left, I see this man with shoulders for days, with a chin that's as juicy as a grapefruit, and them cheeks that are as cute as a Powerpuff girl. Give it up for the number one husband, Nick. How about this? I'm not going to rank it. A husband. Sorry. I got Nick out well, a little too late. There. Too okay, late. fine. Number one husband, Alex Lift got a coast. A round of applause, please. Oh, Thank damn. You. I thought that was for Nick. Oh, no, you are the number one husband. Has here. Nick ever had uh, a chin as juicy as a grapefruit? Never. Kinda, I don't know. Actually, I think my, my chin's pretty juicy. It's kind of okay. subjective anyway, but whatever. Fine, guys. Give it up for my other husband who has a subjective chin that changes throughout time. We don't know what it is, where it is, or when it is. Give it up for Nick the year. Hey, dude, we're going to cut this right now and we're going to redo that intro for me. Okay. And then and we're going to continue on. There is myself, <laughs> Nate Gilbert. Uh, hello to the Chicken Wing Ling Ling fans out there. Uh, investors, uh, we're happy to be here. Um, have you guys, ask us a real question. Have you guys eaten chicken wings in the last week? Yes, I have. Where? On fight night. Oh, what'd you eat? It was Armenian style chicken wings. So it was mean. It was it was yelling a lot at me. <laughs> it yelled at me a lot. Was and it, it called me stupid? <laughs> um, but it had a sweet car though, beautiful car. Um, yeah, it was Armenian style. Love. It was actually very good, very citrusy, very uh, interesting, you know, citrus forward. very spicy. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know what okay. they did to it, but it was, it was quite good. And we watched, we ate chicken wings when we saw Dustin Poirier lose. So damn. Uh, I I recently had uh, Wingstop. I, I think Wingstop it has like a three star rating, but that thing still slaps. It's so it's good. so it's good. So, good. It's, it's so good. They're uh, you know what? You guys should drink at the same time. Jinx drink. Nick do something. Jinx drink. Gray. He's had supplements so quick. Those um, are peanuts. <laughs> peanut I would supplements. Say, I would say if we did open a chicken wing Ling Ling, I would like to model the crispiness of a well done uh, Wingstop wing. Good. I agree. You know, they have thigh stop now. Do you know this? I have not had a thigh stop yet. Oh, they so, have thighs there, right? Yeah. They have like giant thighs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's pretty, I'm, I'm into it. I haven't what? tried it yet. I've been waiting for an opportunity to try it, but nothing's come yet. So still waiting. I'll keep you guys updated when I do get the thigh stop. So, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram to make sure for my updates. Uh, Today's fat update. burger though. So we're going to have to avoid getting fat while. burger after this. You know oh, wow. I mean? Really? Why? I don't know. I'm He's hungry. Fatburger. Yeah. Okay. Fatburger, Fat honestly, burger. aside from In and Out, Fatburger, probably one of the best burgers. I've Man. never had one. It's very they, good. They put relish on it, bro. It's so bomb. It's an old school, delicious burger. Well, it's very similar to Giant Rockets. So, is there a Fud Ruckers in California? Does that I exist? I think so. There used to be one in Burbank. That, that shit closed down. Oh, okay. Well, Alex, you did not answer the question. Have you had? chicken wings in the last week um no and, but, and if you hadn't pull from a memory in your life and tell us about it 
Oh, dude, I can tell you, like, back in, like, three years ago or four years ago. When you have to go that to- far back. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm telling you because it was good experiences. Oh, when gotcha. It was, like, at the time, I was always watching the fights either at my homie Aaron's house. Shout out to Aaron. Or Alfonso. So Aaron. one day, I'm at Aaron's house with my boy, uh, Chele, who's Alfonso's brother. Yeah, and he's Chele. hacking. Shout out to Chele. Yeah, so we're going to go order. So we order wings off of DoorDash, right? Because we always Ooh. eat wing stuff at the fights. So we each order a 10 piece meal, right? Oh, you know, wow. it comes with Delicious. three drinks. You know, I get original hot, a half original hot, half mango habanero. Cause that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they all got, uh, Chele got original hot. Aaron got barbecue because he's a bitch and he's and a he bitch. Hacks. I don't worry and about he hacks. So yeah, hacks. the lady comes, she finally comes to deliver us our food and she has one big bag and then another big bag and no drinks. So I grab them. I'm like, oh, did you get the drinks by chance? And she's like, oh, no, this is what it was. I was like, oh, fuck. So we get there and I pull one container out. I pull another container out and then I pull another container out. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I, the other bag, I pull another container out, another, another container out. They accidentally gave us 75 chicken wings. <laughs> That's that, tight. that wasn't our order. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I call Wingstop and I'm like, hey, wow. I ordered some wings off DoorDash. She's like, oh, you're the one that got the wrong order, huh? I was like, yeah. I was like, we have 75 chicken wings here. <laughs> and um, yeah. She's like, you're welcome. She was like, well, your order is here. She's like, we know that you ordered DoorDash to not have to come pick it up, but your order is here if you want to come pick it up. I was like, all right, well, do you want us to bring you back these wings? And she's like, 75 wings. She was like, no. And then I just heard someone in the back, that's 75 wings. And she's like, no, unfortunately, we can't take them back since yeah. you guys already got them. So we go and we picked up our wings and our drinks and DoorDash refunded us. So we had over 100 chicken wings for free with drinks and fries. And what Alex doesn't say, because he's so humble, they actually donated to the homeless right after. Because they did not eat them. That's ridiculous. They did. Oh yeah, we ate a lot of. Oh, we ate a lot of. Them. <laughs> that it is crazy hard. to like. Get, I mean, what a great gift that is. A surprise. Like you're expecting to eat ten wings, which is also crazy that you only ordered ten wings. And then what's well, the large meal? Kid. That's a lot, bro. With fries oh. and carrots and celery and large beverage. Okay, because your eyes are so big. Not even right a now. soda oh, beverage. I'm trying to get this to be my baseline to have my eyes this big always. But then your eyebrows are like that. But then your eyebrows are like that. Then my contacts get all like dry. Hey, try this. Make your eyes big without moving eyebrows. Wow. That's easy, right? He literally didn't do anything. Uh (laughs) Nick's eyes didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) He's got so Asian. Ready? 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 Alex, don't move your eyebrows, go. Now, Now make them normal. This is good yeah, for our audio listeners, huh? Yeah, sorry. Uh, guys, what we're doing right now is <laughs> once again, this is a show, not podcast, but now podcast, but now show, but not show, but now live stream. All right, guys, let's get into the fight recap. A no count. Um, talk about barn burners for days. Uh, we'll start what do you guys want to talk about first? We're starting with the main event. Come on, we got to start with the main event. Bro, Charles Oliveira subs Dustin Poirier round two. I believe me and Nick, uh, Nick and I had chosen Dustin. Nick did want to, I will say this, he did switch right before the fight uh, commenced. He said he was feeling Charles Oliveira and then Alex. Oh, I was feeling it. Five wings donated to South Baptist Methodist Church on Burbank. (laughs) Call that 20 twin twin. (laughs) He chose Charles Oliveira to win. And guess what? Your boy's right. Alex, we'll leave the floor up to you first to tell us what happened 
I told you so. You I love Dustin Poirier. But in the when, like I said, I know it's Habib, but right when Habib was able to take his back and Habib is an elite grappler, he was able to ch- sink in that choke. I don't want to say fairly easy, but from what I remember, it wasn't like hard. Like he was able to get it in and it was deep. My whole thing was that I felt at one point because of watching Charles Oliveira, you know, and his grappling, how he was able to manhandle Tony Ferguson. He did really well against uh, Kevin Lee, who's a really good grappler. I had at one point figured that he uh, he was going to be able to grab a hold of Dustin in some sort of way where he could do that. His striking, man, I this is I'm saying this right now. So every we out here, are we out here ites and our chicken wing lingling ites can quote me on this unpopular opinion. Charles Oliveira, Charles Oliveira beats Islam Makachev. He chokes him out, and unfortunately, I love Justin Gaethje. I love Justin Gaethje, but I don't know. I don't think Justin Gaethje is going to beat Charles Oliver. I think Charles Oliver is about to be a champ for a minute. His pressure, dude, that he put on Dustin Poirier when Dustin First Poirier. Round? Bro, oh, my when, God. Dustin Poirier is the pressure guy. Charles Oliver would get rocked. Even remember after Dustin dropped him with that hook, he got right back up. He let him up, and you would think that he would, like, be careful. He just started walking straight forward and, and striking. I'm like, bro, this guy is so dangerous, dude. He filled into the weight class. He's big. He's strong. Yep. He he's confident. Now, huh? Yeah, he's so big, bro. His confidence is there. Dude, I honestly don't think right now, I don't think Islam beats him right now. I honestly don't. Does he get a sponsorship from Men's Warehouse? <sighs> Better question. Better question. I think, so. I think he gets sponsored by L'Oreal's hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> I know they had L'Oreal had the hair dye. Uh, man. You know why? You know, you know why Charles Oliveira won this weekend? And it has to do with the sponsorship, the new sponsorship. L'Oreal hair dye. L'Oreal the whole hair fucking dye. team, whole team. Blonde. They, they dyed their hair blonde, and that's what got them through the, the night. And, and that's like, and, you see Derek Brunson was like, yo. Hey, they dyed uh, their hair okay. blonde. That's why nothing went wrong. Oh, <laughs> you got to say it. <laughs> it honestly was amazing. But, you know, uh, we have to remember yeah. our roots, and we have to remember why we pick fights. And this is the reason why. We got to choose hair. the blonde hair. Cisco, baby. Cisco. Uh, Nick, you, I'm actually a little curious about why uh, the day of you actually were letting us know privately on text that you were like, you know what? I'm really feeling Oliveira. Or as Vincent would say, Oliveira. 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 Well, um, you know, I was, I was watching some see? old, I was watching some old uh, Charles Oliveira fights and I was actually going through like a binge watch of all of his fights. Cool. Open more and- tips. Open worships, please. Thank you. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were like Nick's literally bad. talking, and all you hear is someone trying to act like they didn't open it back. It was like, <laughs> yep. and then chew into the mic, please. Yeah, keep doing that. Jesus. Let me go chew. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Uh, that's that's what happens when you have really good mics and you have the sound mod on. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so watching Charles Oliveira, it's like his variety of submissions. Mm in the heat of the moment while he's getting punched in the head and while he can tr- transition is just so dangerous. And then not only because of his uh, variety of submissions, but how he chains submissions together. So, um, and then on top of that, when you see them face off, this is one that I really was like, okay. And I bet the betting line changed a lot. Seeing Dustin square off with Charles Oliveira. He was actually the bigger guy. That's it seemed like confused. they look. He has a bigger this. head, dude. Like his head is way longer. The jaw, <laughs> you know, bro. The jaw, like width dude. wise, yeah. Like he, he's just a bigger dude. He has a bigger frame. 
Um, and I think that's why he went up to 155. And like you said, he's filling into his frame. Like he looks healthy at 155. He doesn't yeah, look he does. like he doesn't look like he's all bones and and, and cheekbones at 145. So because we would consider um, him a back in the day, we were like, oh, he would be considered a skinny fighter. Yeah, definitely. not anymore. But now at 155, he's taller than Dustin. He his he has the most submission wins or most subs in the UFC in UFC history, which is pretty crazy. By a good amount now. Yeah, like yeah. a good amount. So um he just has way more ways to finish the fight. So, and I think that's what we saw. He's just a, he's a, he's a true finisher and dangerous leg locks, chokes, arm bars. And you, know, uh, you name it. Yeah, and I just want to add, you said a variety of submissions. Not only that, I think in this fight, we've seen this from him, but even this fight, variety of strikes. Like if you were just to watch Dustin and him, you're like, oh, one guy's a Muay Thai fighter. One guy's just a yeah. boxer. That's how much yeah. variety he had. I feel like yeah. he was just using Definitely. everything. I, Let me I ask do. you guys something. Sorry, cut you off. Yeah, yeah just two more while you ask us. No, no, yeah, I want to see popcorn, what, you, Thank you. what you guys thought about the whole glove grab. Because I was streamed the next Yeah, that was a little sketch, bro. And then, like, everybody that was talking to me about it is like, but, yeah, he grabbed his glove, even though it was the other round, right? Because yeah. he went round three. I th- right? It yeah, was the three. scramble. It was the scramble to take his back, I think. Yeah, and, and that's even Dustin, Dustin said, Roll. he was like, yeah, my coach was like, he's like, why did you roll in that position? And Dustin in the, uh, in the press conference was like, I don't know. He's like, I just felt at one point like I couldn't go yeah. so i had to roll but my bad i mean i just i wanted to ask that for no that's 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 an important point. thing to talk about because and also, um, if he did grab it if he did grab it though it's like the ref didn't see it so i mean you can't like yeah it's it, it's it's on the ref to to see that but that's the problem though is in the heat of the moment like connor does that shit a lot like <laughs> or, the, or the, fighters the, that put their toes in defense that, dude, that he'll be fight that he'll be fight connor fought so dirty and still got his ass beat because he fucking sucks at mma well, well even even in the Dustin Dustin uh, McGregor three, he was grabbing his his glove to throw the up kicks, Maybe. and in that position when he had that that Oma Plata, like it seemed like it should be easy for him to get his uh, wrist out. And the fact that he couldn't really wiggle his arm out in that like Oliveira didn't really have that much leverage in that position, so it was interesting to see him struggle to get his arm out, which might be an indicator of a red flag of you know some some weird cheating, maybe maybe a conspiracy. Who knows? Interesting. Well, look, uh, it was sad to watch Dustin lose. I think it all, was, dude. We're always cheering for him. It's kind of like, man, he's so close. Always like the uh, bridesmaid, never the bride. Whole situation. Uh, but then tra- you're also happy for Charles Oliveira because, like, dude, that guy yeah. is like what Alex is saying. Like, he looks unstoppable. Like, you look at all yeah. the potential matches, we'll, which we'll get into. It looks like yeah. he kind of tears through all of them. And it, honestly, if he beats Islam Makhachev, we actually don't know. But if say if he did, it would beg the question: How would Habib do against? this new uh charles Oliveira. Yeah. so let's just get into uh what's next um for both the fighters and we'll start with the champion um nick we'll start with you first where do you think uh who do you think gets him next well you know gucci is going to be the guy gabe mm-hmm. g's next in line but if we're just talking matchups and we're talking would like about to, yeah, what would you like to see i am curious to see because dustin isn't necessarily he has very good grappling but he's not necessarily he doesn't really lean forward with his grappling Right. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he matches up with a Makashev or maybe an Armand Sarukian or all these other guys who are uh, their world is grappling. Right. And so when you get two guys who are amazing at grappling, but 
in the same way have different skill sets and different styles of how they approach the grappling. It is going to be very interesting to see how they clash, right? Islam, if he fights, <clears throat> if he gets past Benil, which I think he will, um, not easy fight though, but if he gets past him, he has a very top heavy pressure, you know, um, very patient, doesn't really give himself that many risks when he's on the ground, when he's on top of somebody. And Charles is the opposite. He's a complete inverse. He, he's really good on top, but he's also really scary, really dangerous off his back. So I think that matchup is going to be really freaking fun. So that's what I'm really excited for. Um, even with Benil is going to be really good. But <clears throat> I'm curious to see how he does with a very grappler forward uh, fighter, you know? So, yeah. Um, Alex, uh, what do you think? Also, we, we know what the division is. You don't have to highlight it because you'll just keep <laughs> highlighting the whole page. Uh, Alex, uh, stop. Just we see it. We see it. Okay. What are you, uh, what are you liking? Obviously it looks like Gage is going to be the next fighter, uh, that Charles will have to face. Um, but is there anything else that would interest you? Like Nick wants to see a grappler. Um, who would you like to see maybe in the next, like maybe three fights that you're like, damn, that's a fight right there. Oh, are you asking for Dustin? No, for right? Charles. Oliver. Oliver. Oh, for Charles. Oh yeah, definitely. I think, uh, Justin Gaethje and then there's the winner of Islam. Um, the whole thing that Justin was saying is like the only thing with Justin is when he gets when he gets a lot of pressure put on him, that's when he starts to fight really wild. When he when he's worried about grappling and he's taking us, when he starts fighting really wild, when he fought like other people that he knew weren't going to take him down, that's why that's when his striking was super crisp. But I mean, him and Gaethje and Charles Oliveira, Gaethje, I think, unfortunately, he might be able to pull the sub off on him on Gaethje. Uh, Islam, I think he beats. Uh, other than that, bro, like you just have to wait for like Rafael Fizez and shit like that. Like another elite striker who's gonna Conor McGregor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, but I do know who I would like to see Dustin Poirier fight because there's some history there and there's some shit talk. It's fucking Michael Chandler. Give Dustin Poirier Michael Chandler and let Dustin Poirier just beat that ass right quick. And then, you know, I think Dustin Dustin definitely has the tools to beat Charles Oliveira. I still think out of everybody, aside from Islam, he has the best chance of beating uh, Charles Oliveira. So I think he just needs to win one or two more fights, and he's already back in that title picture again. Oh, we should talk about that a little bit. We should talk about the actual first round between them because – You know, the second round is obviously where the finish happened. But the first round, Dustin Poirier, he was landing some really big shots. And it just seemed like Charles Oliveira, dude, his chin. Like, he was able to eat some big shots from Dustin. But I feel like if the fight... and felt it. Oh, definitely, definitely. But if if the fight were to continue, I am curious to see... Like, once he got on top of him, he just was like, oh, this is my path to win, (laughs) right? And, And the fact that I think... I think Dustin was a little too careful off his back. Like he, he didn't really want to take any risk, but I feel like that actually hurt him in the end. What do you guys think about that? It's the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rugs holiday season. And you don't know what to get as a gift or stocking stopper. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you to win this year's stocking stopper white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below the waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men world. Why? If my math is correct, and it is, that's mm-hmm. almost 8 million balls. And keep in mind, most men have two. You get 20% mm-hmm. off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code WEOUTHERE. 
we out here. You guys, uh, Thanksgiving just passed. It's Christmas. My Thank father's you. birthday is on November 24th. And guess what I got Papa done? Cheesecake. Papa Dunn's got a he's got a big old bush. So I got Ooh, him the performance disgusting. package 4.0. And he was so freaking happy. He's not a big fan of male grooming, but he did love how much and how easy the performance package 4.0 was for him. And guess what? He sent me a picture of his pubes. God, beautifully oh. shaven. Hey, and just so you guys know, these are our picks for the Manscaped Surefire Win Stocking Stuffers. We got sheer 2.0 luxury four piece nail kit bro because you know i barely cut my nails so it's nice to have this now in my fanny pack because i get to cut my nails all the time then we got the crop reviver ball toner and refresher let's have a hot day it's sweaty just rub Mm -hmm. them all over your balls and just so you guys know these formulations are vegan cruelty free dye free sulfate free and part part of been free i know what i'm saying free baby I know what I'm saying. Do not he's correct from, me. So you know the products are legit. Ooh, Guys, uh, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code we out here. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code we out here. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year, <laughs> like Nick done what he did for his father with Manscaped. Yeah. yeah. I think uh I think he should have, yeah. I think. I think he was nervous because he he kept reference referencing the Habib fight where I shouldn't have tried to get up. I should have just let the round go. Lose but the like, round. That second round. I mean, that he would Charles Oliveira had the top for what like three and a half minutes or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, felt like forever. Too. Yeah, so like <laughs> some 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 judges might have given him a fucking ten eight because it was he yeah. was landing elbows, he was landing body punches and shit like that. So, and he's taking yeah. damage off his back, exactly. right? And especially in the guard, right? In that position where he was, obviously easier said than done. But as far as risk management goes, you know, that's where you'd want to probably try to, you know, get out of that position, you know, like feet in the hips, kick away, just to create some sort of scramble, just to create some sort of distance away from him. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I was surprised that he didn't do anything with that, but, but it makes he must have felt that- something. That shows you how much fear or respect, yeah. at least, he had for the ground game. Because the whole time it was I, yeah. like, I don't want to get my back taken. And look what happens third round, back yeah. taken immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I wonder because I mean, Nick might know more because he does a lot more grappling. But to me, Charles Oliveira looks like the way that he, like you know, just like he looked like to me, it showed how elite he was. Because like even with just his hands, he was just rubbing them on Dustin's Poirier's face. Mm-hmm. To me, well, it should kind of like disrupt his breathing, but he just looks so heavy. And like he yeah. would you would see him just like put his his forearm in his neck at some point and then just start rubbing up his nose. Bro, and a lot of that was, was bothering like, me while watching. I was like, yeah. that's why I don't want to grapple because that looks <laughs> terrible. I really get punched. No one's going to yeah. do that to you, dude. But he just okay. looks Charles Oliveira. For some reason it was in the Tony Ferguson fight. He just looks like he got so big. Yeah, because like, you've yeah. seen him fight at forty five. Steroids, so small, but <laughs> man, he just looks big now, dude. And I'm just like, holy TRT. I'll say one thing about about Charles Oliveira, and this is has to do with uh, like a lot of people want that perfect record and that that almost no losses and all the wins in the world, right? Obviously, a perfect world. Yeah, that's why Habib is kind of like, Ugh. yeah, no, but it just shows. You look at Charles Oliveira, he probably he probably needed all those losses over time just to fine-tune, fine-tune, fine-tune. And then now his confidence, which 
where he's able to throw up these submissions. I feel like most people, most Yo, submission losing? specialists, losing is great. Well, I just you feel like lose, it, you learn, and and the MMA community, MMA fans are like, you lose. Wow, like it kind of does set you back, and it, it does kind of uh, not as bad as like boxing, maybe, but for a guy like Charles Oliveira, he was able to create a whole different skill set and just to be so much better with all those losses. I feel like he's the best example of that and experience yeah. in the cage. Cause he looks, he just looks so comfortable in there. He looks so comfortable. Um, and think about it too. Like these fighters that lose, like some, even some fighters that lose two, like they'll get cut from the UFC. He's managed yeah. to be in the UFC for like 11 years now. Yeah, you know, go either. through wins and losses and shit. Because I remember watching this fight live when he fought Paul Felder, and Paul Felder yeah. literally looked like he killed him with elbows on top of it. Yeah. yeah, and there's to see him come back now, and he's a fucking champion. That makes yep. you think Paul Felder could be the UFC champ right now. Which, with that logic, also makes you think Conor McGregor, because he's had 15 losses in a row, could come back <laughs> as a champion next year because they'll probably get a fight for a championship. Yeah. But also, you look at the, how that fight goes with Paul Felder and Charles Oliveira. He was trying so hard to finish off his back yep. and just trying to throw up submissions. And you get a guy like Paul Felder who may not be known for his grappling, but he was able, just because of position, and on paper, Charles Oliveira is way better on the ground than Paul Felder. And Paul Felder will tell you that too, probably. But it just shows the positions. Really? And that makes Paul me Felder feel... Just called us to tell us that. Yeah, he was like, yo, he's way better at jiu-jitsu than I am. But that makes he me makes feel like Islam... Dude, that's that's gonna be a very similar game. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be able to submit um, Islam off his back. I think it's easy for him. He we'll see. Islam wants to be on the ground, and he's gonna be like all these wrestling positions. No. Yeah, but that's his position, brother. When you're on top, it's a very powerful position. Even if you're the best jujitsu guy on the ground, and you could. Well, I don't want to hear about your face. sex life, you weirdo. All right, you moving weirdo? to our yo weirdo. <laughs> God, Tiffs, call someone. The number down below in the description. I call her Charles uh, Oliveira. Let's get let's get through some of these. There are so many things we need to talk about on this card. It's amazing. Uh, dude, come in event. Uh, Pena, subs. Amanda Nunez. Uh, I don't want to use the word subs. I want to say broke with jabs, which I would thought I'd never ever say in my life that a fighter broke Amanda Nunez was jabs. But uh, Pena did it. Nick's favorite fighter. He does not hate her. He loves her so much. Uh, we'll start with Alex on this as well. And Vixen, how also I want to get talk about your emotions. How surprised were you when that was the yeah, second round when you're like, Oh, she's just landing these sloppy ass shots on a man, and man is kind of just like looking bewildered. What was going through your mind? Bro, like, low key, I was kind of like, Tell us about the high key part though. All right, so high key. Once that once that second round started and Amanda started getting landed on, I was kind of like, Amanda looks like she's just she's cool with losing this. Yeah, because she didn't give a fuck. Yeah, because she was, getting, she was getting tagged so hard. And it's just like she just like Amanda's good on the ground. Why not? She could have went in for a takedown or clinch just to kind of hold her and catch her bearings, but she would get rocked and she was just like, oh, no, nope, I'm going to sit here and just try and fucking strike with you. It was I, will say, I will say this. When they did the face-off in the ring, it's almost like the Dustin Poirier and Charles Oliveira thing. When they did the face-off in the ring, I didn't realize, like, Juliana Pena looked the same exact size as Amanda Nunes. Like, normally, these girls all look smaller and, like, scrawny. Not scrawny, I shouldn't say that. But, like, 
not as like, you know, muscular and in shape yeah. as Amanda sure. Nunes. She looked just, she looked just as big. And I, I remember watching face off. I was like, Oh, she's not that, she's not that small. And then she went in there and just ate everything. Amanda Nunes. Oh, she did get dropped once, but or twice technically because of that calf kick. But I mean, she ate everything and just went in there and just fucking, she took that belt from Amanda Nunes. That was the, that's, you can't ask for a better performance. She literally went in there and just rocked the fuck out of her. She choked out Amanda. And like I said, I don't really do jujitsu that much, but even from here, what the comment, uh, commentator said and everything wasn't really like she had it like crazy in, you know, you've seen way deeper submissions and people get out of them. So she, at that point was just getting, look at 90 strikes to 58, bro. Like that crazy. And she has zero belts on her shoulders. Yeah, that's exactly. crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she, has think, zero uh, she's, she's zero. And look, at just 90 strikes. Yeah. Uh, look, not taking anything away from Julia Pena. I know there are already comments, uh, people that do commentary alluded to this, but I will say Amanda did not even really look like herself. And just in the striking technique or even the bounce, let's say the bounce in the feet, it just seemed a little sluggish. Uh, and I think that was even before she got tagged a shit ton of times. So I'm just, that's just what I observe. I don't, that she probably wasn't look julia pena destroyed her she really You're saying she got lucky. lucky i didn't say she got lucky but amanda did not look like amanda so i don't know if there's a decline in her uh her career like this you know everyone hits that point it's like okay now we're going down or just could have just had a bad night uh but so juliana pena man man when she was beating her on the feet i was like this is i didn't know understand what was happening that where i almost like i wanted to turn off the tv and just start cooking eggs because i was confused <laughs> uh nick um Give uh yeah, where do you I mean a little bit of what I said, you can throw in some what you thought about the five, but like is this Amanda on the decline, not her night, or Julia Penny is just that much better than her? What option would you choose? Or a mix of all three? Um, I think this is a case of a challenger who wasn't scared at all. She really believed she could beat Amanda Nunez. The world she is really oyster. believed. Yeah, no, I really do think there's something to it. And this shows that how important mentality is for anybody, really, right? It's like Amanda Nunes is the impossible goal. Like, what was she, like minus 1,200 as a favorite, which is pretty crazy. Um, nobody really gave Juliana Pena any um, any hope to win, including myself. Yeah, there was there was one person who did. We got to shout Ooh. him out. Hit the button. Hit the button. Grandmaster, like that. Grandmaster, I guess. Grandmaster. Grandmaster. But anyway, so um. Well, I don't know if we have that on there, my moment. <laughs> she she wasn't scared at all. She walked her down, and when she took the best shots from Amanda Nunes, and she still mm-hmm. kept moving forward because she's tough as shit and she's down a scrap. I feel like that mess with Amanda Nunes. I think the pace that Juliana Pena set with her was a pace that Amanda Nunes felt like, oh, if I keep throwing, she's gonna go down happened once it didn't continue to happen and then the fight is away from her i think mentally she was probably just a little nervous she didn't know what to expect she was like this girl's not going anywhere and she's tagging me and then it becomes an ego battle right and she didn't really adjust and make the modifications that she needed to win unfortunately and i feel like she could right it's not like she doesn't have the skills or the tools or the experience to be able to adjust and modify on the on, on the on the fly but it just shows that maybe that's where she's lacking and that's where maybe where she could get better at. But dude, credit to Juliana Pena. She's I would say one more quick thing. And I, cause someone asked me and I, and I said this, but I forgot it till right now. I, it's almost like, I feel like what kind of happened to is like, 
say you're at the gym and you spar and you're sparring with like a bunch of like clean people, right? That strike, you know, they're technical and stuff like that. And you're doing that a lot. And then you get the one random guy that doesn't really train that much. That's not really that good at striking and is really awkward and shit. That will be the guy that will land on you the most, you know, cause you're just so used to people being technical and clean and shit like that. I feel like that kind of happened here. Because Juliana hit her with just like shots that were just coming from weird angles. Because, you know, if you break down their actual striking, Amanda Nunes is a way cleaner and more technical striker. But I think that she was throwing these, Juliana Pena was throwing these these punches and shit from just different angles. And they were catching Amanda that it made Amanda just start fucking winging punches, overextending. And then, dude, those fucking weird, like those hooks were landing so good for Juliana, bro. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of times where like snapped yeah. Amanda's head back. You've never, I mean, you've seen Amanda lose, but like that, you're like, you would expect Cyborg to do that shit, yeah. but she didn't. Yeah. She and was too down to scrap, I think. She, yeah. If she just moved her feet a little bit and just disengaged, um, I feel like at the high level, you have to have, you have to have a skill set that allows you to disengage and just kind of nullify the other opponent. And I feel like that's what she didn't really do. And I think she, I think it was her choice. I think she said, fuck it. I'm going to scrap with this chick and I don't care what the consequences are. And I feel like she gassed herself out because of it, because if she was, if she was fighting Juliana Pena's fight. And when Amanda Nunes wins and when she's at her best, everyone's playing to her, right? So this is just a, a flip. Um, yes, I think we're potentially going to probably see a rematch of that. That's probably what's most likely. Who wins the rematch? Uh, real quick. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to say Julia Pena. What about you, Alex? I could. I, I I think Amanda will. I think Amanda will come. I come back smarter. You know, even Marcos, Marcos uh, texted or texted me when we were before that fight. And he was like, I told my girl that he's like, he said that he could tell that something was wrong with Amanda on her walkout. Like she just didn't look like normal Amanda Nunes. She, like, mm. she kind yeah, of so, did. Yeah. Bad night. I, th- bad I night. think, she, I think she, I th- honestly, I think she overlooked Juliana Pena a little bit. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and I think obviously you can't do that in MMA because anything can happen. And I think she did that. And I think it bit her in the ass. I think this next fight, she will train as hard as fu- as hard as she can. And I think she will win the next fight. But I, I, I like that. I'm not a huge fan of Juliana Pena, but I like that it happens because it's like she it mixes it in up. herself. Yeah. And it mixes up. Like I, I sent this text and I know this text was so fire flame when I was texting it. I was trying to type it so fast so no one else would say it before me. But Juliana Pena got beat up and submitted by Valentina Shevchenko. Okay. Valentina Shevchenko is the 125 champ. Say Amanda Nunes is like, I want to wait for a little bit. I'm going to take time. Valentina can go up. She can beat Juliana Pena again. She can be double champ. Then that, then we finally get that trilogy with Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko at 135. Shevchenko wins that. Shevchenko's the GOAT. I think Shevchenko is the women's GOAT. Honestly, when I saw when I saw Juliana Pena win in my head, immediately right after I go, Shevchenko, there it is. That's that's the fight that I want to see is Pena and Shevchenko now. Gilbert, what went on in your head immediately? Exactly what you said. I feel like I texted it first. Just putting that I feel there. like Gilbert probably didn't watch the fight. 
Gilbert texted me first. I haven't seen. I missed, I watched him on card. I watched last week's card. <laughs> he's like, he's like, for some reason, there's this guy named Hoist Gracie fighting this guy named Chemo, is, and I don't know. Why does this one guy have one uh, glove on? Boxing right glove. Now. What the hell is this? <laughs> what is this? Art Jimerson. Uh, guys, uh, let's get into the uh, the next fight. Uh, another sad fight Boring. for me. Uh, Kai Car France KOs Cody Garbrandt. Uh, Kai Car France looks like he's on fire. He's a five four beast. Good. Uh, I watch Israel Adesanya's. Um, is I mean you can't. Would you like to, Alex? Oh no no I just we didn't even like go. I'm just going through the notes. Uh, We're going through Cody. We're going to go talk about. Uh, Yeah, because we got a lot to get through. Um, yeah, Kai Car France, uh, dude, beat him. Uh, Cody unfortunately looks like he has a weak chin. People have been saying that, but it's kind of just sad to see because he's still very young. Um, I I feel like he took this very this fight very serious. I mean, yeah, he was a. he trained different. He was on a diet. I, I don't know. I don't know. Nick, go ahead. I think Cody needs to go to a different camp. I I, I don't. I, I still think Cody's very talented. I think he's he still has potential to be a champion, but I just feel like his skill set hasn't really evolved. And he's kind of just been um, looking for the same success in every fight. And uh Kai Car France, I don't, I just think he had more diverse skill set and he just used a lot more different setups and feints. And that's what he caught Cody with. And you never really see Cody doing that kind of stuff, you know? So Cody um, uh, obviously left Alpha Mill and then he went to where? Mark? He's still at Alpha Mill. Right is he? He's a half timer. He like does some time at Mark Henry's and then some time yeah. at Team Alpha Mill, but I mainly at Alpha Mark Henry. Really? That's weird. It, what I really think he should do is this sounds crazy, but. Um, I feel like a guy like Trevor Whitman, obviously Trevor Whitman's like the fucking, he's like the MMA goat right now for coaches. He won't take anyone unless with his style. I feel like his style, he could adapt very well to that style. And Cody could apply that to his game a little bit. And I feel like he's going to get some really good success because yeah, I don't know. It could be the chin though. It could be the chin. But also Kai Kai has arrived. He has arrived. Well, Kai's a beast, bro. He's a, he's a fucking, he's an animal. Like he hits hard. He is very, he's with a really good team. It's no surprise that he beat him, but, um, yo, you see his reaction. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty Those guys get wild. My thing is this, it's like, bro, like Cody, he didn't get knocked out like cold. Right. So like obviously I think his chin isn't uh, I don't know it isn't uh, his eyeball yeah, his eyeball not cold it was, it was, he face planted he face planted yeah it was it was bad that's not good like, <laughs> I was like well you know what no 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 like I said but he didn't get knocked out like stiff cold like Augusto Sakai which we'll I'm sure we'll sure. talk about later but um my that, I agree with Nick and I've been saying this ever since they fired Justin Buckles from mm-hmm. Team Alpha Male I agree with that, you. They fired him right before TJ's the first TJ fight. Like I think a week or two before. So no matter what, that's gonna fuck with the fighter. Mm. I think what here's the issue with, with Mark Henry. I feel they like did that I right feel, before. That's crazy. Yeah, it was right before yeah. that fucking fight. Wow. So Justin Buckles was there, but imagine the fucking tension in that room, right? Because Justin Buckles wanted to get paid, you know, and but Uriah Faber wanted to take over or some shit, whatever the fuck it was happening. But it doesn't matter. Uriah can't thing. be head coach, bro. No, here's the thing with think so. Mark Henry. I think Mark Henry is really good, but I don't. I don't think his coaching style is good for Cody. I think Cody Whoa. is good when he's going forward and he is dominant. Obviously, not being super crazy and just wild, but him going forward. And I feel like now with Mark Henry, he's 
you know, you saw it in the Rob Fowl fight and it kind of, it worked in the Rafael fight, but he's super cautious now and he's staying back and he'll throw like one shot and immediately try to go away. Yeah. I, I just don't think that's his style. I didn't even Can't think about for that. Yeah. I didn't even think about women. Women would be a really good fucking coach for him. Using even that city kickboxing. I think he needs yeah. a system. He needs a system that'll cater to him a little bit to have more weapons. Cause it's like, it's not like he doesn't Dang. have fast hands. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Even that it, it's not like he doesn't have power in his hands, especially at yeah. 125. Like, come on, dude. Like I, don't I know. was, I was saying, uh, I think, and this is weird. I know it's weird, but Cody has really good fucking wrestling. Like he really yeah. does. He just never uses it. I always, the, what I thought was, why not just, dude, you're up there. Just be at AKA. Use your wrestling. Make people scared of your wrestling. And then your hands open up shit even more. Like, he was already a knockout artist. Imagine if Cody was there and he pressured with wrestling a lot more. And he took these guys down and made people worry about his wrestling. His fucking hands are going to be wide open for, to do the shit. He has the wrestling to make people scared. He just never fucking uses it. But mm -hmm. I, like, actually... Aside from that, I like the Trevor Whitman idea. I actually think that that would be really fucking good for him. Match like made said, to heaven. Yeah, I think any fighter would be six way would be so much it's better. Very Trevor true. Whitman. Very, <laughs> but true. it's just Cody. What the one thing that will always get in Cody's way is his loyalty. Like I don't think because of how big of a deal he Snake made about TJ. Yeah, yeah, how big of yeah. a deal he made of that. I feel like in his head he's like, well, I can't leave him Alpha Male because then I'm gonna look like that. But he yeah. really Dude, does it's, it's need okay, to leave Team Alpha Male. Literally everyone laughed. Joseph Benavides. Bro, Trevor Whitman is a good dude. That footwork, if he could get his footwork down and just, he can't fight, he's not scared. He can't fight too cautious like he is right now. I know it's Mark Henry's some, fight, some fighters not his, style. not his style. Yeah, he's not it's a counter not striker. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Cody, uh, the man that bodied him up at the press conference, Sugar, Sean, O'Malley, <laughs> your boy, the only one to pick him. He's a star. His stock blew up. Uh, he TKO's a very good fighter. Uh, yeah. Julian uh, Raiva. I think, I think, no, you, don't say, you don't say the R. I think it's Raulian. Raulian. Raulian Paiva. As they say in the Midwest. Um, Sean O'Malley uh, dismantled him. Uh, looked good doing it. Didn't get injured. Good for him. Uh, so I go to you guys. Who do you think he fights next? Uh, I don't. I, it would be easier to answer this question if we knew how many fights he had left on his current contract, but I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Man, uh, I'll say this: from being a hater of Sugar Sean, he's impressive, dude. He's very. He's, he really is. That's he really is. He he, That's a very good fighter. He beat. He, he does have a lot of star power, bro. He he's he's fun to watch. He the way he fucking shit on Cody Garbrandt, and I was like, damn, dude, sugar to Sean. I think 2022 might be his fucking year. It might be his year if he gets that new contract. Yeah, I, I think, think he's he will. Going he, to. They yeah. they they have to. They have to. Like they know for them to get him. yeah, he for them top, to get rid I guarantee of a guy he won't like fight this. at a top 10. He will not fight a top 10 until he's paid. So pay him. I, he might fight like a Song Yadong or something, or maybe yeah. uh something in the top, maybe a Kyler Phillips. But Can I, well, yeah, we're gonna say. Oh, I think if if he wants to play it smart, he fights Marlon Marais. If they don't cut Marlon Marais, he'll knock Ooh. out Marlon Marais. Or Tom he Marais. fights Pedro. Yeah, or Pedro. Because Pedro is probably going to drop to like, you know, nine or 10. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Cheeto rematch is always there. Cheeto's what? Yeah. He's ranked number 11. But I was yeah. going to say Song Yadong, but I feel like if they want 
depends on how quick they want to move him. Dana White was saying that. He's like, I guess we have to start paying this kid more money. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. him give him Marlon Vera. Let him beat him. Because honestly, at this point, I think he will beat Marlon uh or not Marlon, uh, sorry, Marlon Rice. Right. Um, and you know, then it's easier for him to fight one of these guys. I just well, I think we're not gonna see him. I think We'll see him get challenged if he fights Dominic Cruz because Loki Dominic Cruz looked fucking good. That second he and did. third round, I was like, "Yo, bro, he looks he turned good." It on. Yeah, he just it looked like he was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going and just went. Yeah. So it's just like when once he gets to like that Dominic Cruz, Marab, Rob Font, those that I think, unfortunately, now that's when we'll see him for real get tested. Song Yudong, Rob might, called him out. Yeah, Song Yudong might do a good job, but. Um, those guys' strikings are just not as good as Sean O'Malley, so I think he they might he might outclass them until he gets to the top guys. Yeah, his striking looked good, man. Fuck, it does. Very I, good. Why, even even very Dominic, good. I feel like he beats Dominic Cruz. I don't know if he Dominic beats Cruz. Dom. Not in, I, if he does not incorporate his rest. I still think Dom looked great, but not maybe the same way. He does not look like the same Dom. He moves a little slower. Yeah. He throws a little kind of wingy. He always has, but you just didn't have that same younger pop, I guess. We're always going to compare him to old Dom anyway. So old Dom was fucking beast. But low-key, he did kind of like, I, when I was watching second and third round, I was like, bro, Dom looks yeah. good right now, dude. But but he no, looks I, good against a against, guy yeah, against exactly. who is a very, and it's not not saying Pedro is a bad fighter. It just style-wise, it's just a Different. more favorable matchup. I Someone think. that's just going to stand there and let him yeah. do his footwork He's, on him. He, and he got dropped. He got dropped. So it, it is like, and it's not like it's it's no knock on him for getting dropped by a guy like Pedro, but it just shows that like, you know, when we're comparing Dom to old Dom, we used to not really see him get dropped like that or, or as easily. Like he was almost unhittable, right. Until he fought Corey. Yeah. That was the first time we ever were like, what the fuck is going on? But, um, and I think that's why people hold, uh, Cody such at such a high stock for that reason. But, um, I feel like a good matchup for him. Like, I don't think they'll ever have him fight Marlon uh, Chito Vera again, unless really? it's like for a title. You know, I, I disagree with you. I, I don't think they're going to pull that again. He doesn't get a contract or like the money he wants, and he fights out his old one. I say he will be like, yeah, I'll fight Chito. I'm, I think style, I think style wise, Chito Vera is a like a nightmare for, for Sugar Sean. Just no, style wise. Give him Chris, that Chris Catino guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a full camp. That's what I say. Give him a full camp. He beats Sean O'Malley. I just want, uh, I want, I want to see him uh, get to like the Rob Fonts. Real quick, before I forget this, I just want to say if on the Cody thing, if Cody doesn't switch camps, I personally think that he should probably just retire. How many fights has he lost in a row? He's won like Two? one fight out of his last six. Oh, right. oh Sean shit. O'Malley, relax. Yeah, Jeez. damn, bro. Fuck. Press conference. <laughs> Kind of um, hey, yeah, I'm a huge Cody fan. It doesn't that point. doesn't make me happy. Um, all right, guys. Uh, yeah, we already talked about Dominic Cruz. Uh, I think we have to also mention the tie to Avasa on knockout. Uh, bro, he looks good, bro. He's getting bro. better. He's improving. Yeah. You know, he's like maturing. He's not like yeah. He just Augusto Sakai is a fucking beast, bro. And mm-hmm. the way he put him out and put him to sleep was crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. Shoey. The the celebration, not the shoe, even before the shoey. It's interesting. Charles Oliveira did not do his normal celebration, but but homeboy Tai Tuivasa did it. He had the extra titty gravity one where he yeah. aimed his titties down, so you saw mountains waving. I was like, this guy gets it, dude. This guy he got a little gets stringers it. on him, dude. 
little, little what? Little stringers. What they Dude, call don't talk about Tiff like that. That's crazy. Hey, and no, I just want to ask you guys. I want to ask you guys one question real quick. Who did you guys give the Ige Josh Emmett fight to? I thought Ige won that shit. I did too. I, I, I was half watching it though. I didn't uh, watch I all the watch way. it, so don't ask me. But from from my perspective, and I was watching it for the most part, but I was like in and out of conversation. But I still feel like Danny Gay won that fight. Yeah, I thought Ige won. I was like, what? just for volume, right? Because I feel like yeah. the, he he landed more volume, and even though Dan uh, Josh Dan Emmett landed bigger shots, yeah, watch. I still feel show, like let me show you Ige. guys. Yeah, look look it. Everything Lick he landed, it. he landed total strikes. He landed more significant strikes, and he landed a fucking. He has take more takedowns, and I just. But who had I, the? Yeah. But who had go. the control? This, this control is, and who wore the damage in the fight? Josh Emmett did knock him down in the first round, so I gave Josh Emmett that first round. But the second and third round, I thought Ige clearly. I honestly I recovered clearly won. very well. Question: yeah. Is there something wrong with his right arm? I think that's just his stance. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, it's like really, he's kind of coy right there. Close. He, oh, he always he does that though. He had no, an he, injury on his right arm. He always does that though. It's funny when he, his pictures on what a weird natural yeah. stance. What's your favorite fight on the card? One word answer. Nothing quick. I mean, something quick. Oh, God, this guy, what is this guy talking about? I'm going to, um, I'm going to have to Favorite say, even though, uh, even though Ty is my guy, the fucking Charles Oliveira one, bro. Dude, yeah. Charles Oliveira oh, just baby. showed the fucking world he is a goddamn issue for everybody. Yeah. What about uh, you? I'm going to go with, uh, just because I, I think I was smirking the whole time while watching this, uh, was Julia Pena. Like, at that third round, or that second round, I was, like, smiling while she kept tagging. I was like, that's when Alex was going crazy on the text. I was like, I cannot believe this is about to happen. Like I was hey, cheering or anything. I was just like, this is gonna happen. On my text, I was all capitalizations. I was like, oh my god, like all the shit. Right. But this is how I was sitting watching it. <laughs> I was like, damn, oh my God, I'm so hyped. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Nick, uh, what'd you think? Because yeah, I think Ty it's or Brad crazy, Riddell. Ty Ty Tuivasa gave me the highest high. Oh, I was so amped, bro. It okay. gave me the highest high of the night. I was like, yeah. I was like screaming in my own fucking house. But also for a quick, and a really quick shout out, Fizzyev. Or if I, uh, sorry, I keep saying his Fizev. name the wrong way. Fizev. Fizev. Dude, Fizev, man. Oh, that was a great fight too. Those guys, every time they threw, scary. We talked Bro, about that, that was, last week already. That was, that was his. I, know. I was like, what are you talking also, about? Also, hey, also, I want to talk about one what person. What is he, you guys to be like, yeah, yeah, that was a good fight. One person, you're so <laughs> annoying. One person that I really liked watching and who I feel like has the highest ceiling in the division now is Andre Munez. Do you see this guy? I missed that one. The guy that submitted Eric Andre- Andres? Yeah. Bro, Eric this Andre? dude, yeah. he submitted the fuck out of Eric Andre. That was crazy. <laughs> no, this dude is legit. He's big as shit. Very good striking. World-class jiu-jitsu. Very well-rounded overall. I think at 185, we have a dark horse. He's yeah. he's emerged, and his name is Andre Munez. And no, is he dark? Don't Skin shout him? out... Don't shout out to Priscilla Cohira, the girl, the girl that fought Gillian Robinson. You see her trying <laughs> to gouge. Shout out. Yeah, you see her trying to gouge her eyes out. I was like, oh strategy, my. dude. It's crazy strategy. Bro, that's the girl that got beat the fuck up by Valentina. Yep. Isn't Bro, it? When you're in Caldera, you do what you got to do to survive. All right. Okay. I'm saying, called shout out to Caldera. Shout out to Ryan Hall. I didn't watch the fight, but dude, I heard he won. I think it's just Gillian. I don't want to Gillian. He's crazy. Like, the shit crazy. he was doing in this fight, nuts. So crazy. It. Was it like stupid nuts or like, oh, it's pretty cool. Technically crazy. Both, both. But like he has the balls to pull this off. 
and to was continue to do it multiple times. It was to me, it was. I think for most people, if if you're not like a jujitsu nerd, you you're may like, not like weird. it. Yeah, because it is kind of unorthodox. But as far as like an MMA perspective, he does present a lot of like issues that you need to address, or you're gonna get leg locked by this guy. So it was a fun fight. It was a fun fight. Uh, Alex, get that button ready because we're about to get to our we out here morning. And oh, too yeah. long. <laughs> do not do it. Now do it in person. Identical. I think it's better when you do it in person. I think honestly. it's better when you do it in person, honestly. Uh, when you do it on the soundboard, it just seems like just it seems like we got lazy. Huh? Yeah. Seems like we got it's lazy. Like, uh, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, guys, first piece of news. This one was funny. Uh, Dana White <laughs> talked about it in the press conference or the post fight uh, press conference. Uh, Michael Chiesa causes a scene after teammate Julia Pena finishes Amanda Nunes. Uh, there's a video going around. It's like everywhere now where everyone's like in shock. And then you see him jump the fence and then he runs toward the cage. And apparently, I don't know if this was caught on camera, but he does jump the cage fence and then falls on his face, cuts himself. And then has to get escorted by cops. And he's complaining to the cops and is trying to convince him, I need to be here because it's my team. And they're like, shut the fuck up. We don't get know out of who here. you are. Get out of here. You're also an ESPN analyst. Why are you doing that? <laughs> um, Dana White said, uh, try not to embarrass. He said basically along the lines of like, look, I don't want to embarrass the guy, but uh, he had a little too much to drink. We're cool though. Um, thoughts on Michael Chiesa having a good time? He not passionate. He passionate, dog. Remember That's his teammate shocked the world. Remember when Kevin Lee said something about his mom, and he was just like, just ask, like he said something very like out of nowhere, almost to the level of Canelo and Caleb Plant, where he's like, get the fuck out of here, and he calls him a motherfucker, and he says, don't yeah. talk about my mom. Like, I just feel like Kiesa just he he's one of those guys. He just like he's very emotional. The he's, and he I gets wish they excited. had the whole video because even the way he was. Oh, there's Alex's favorite fighter, Al Just Um <laughs> Look at him. He falls. Dude, he twisted, bro. Bro, did but you hear what Dana White said? Like he, like yeah. he, even afterwards, he fell and like cut his eye open and all this said that. Shit. Did you listen? Did you read what? <laughs> I was I was getting this shit ready, so my bad. I thought it was like a bit because I I do that all the time, and I was like, did you not just hear what I just said? <laughs> the repeat each other bit. I was getting uh, this shit ready for us. My bad, my bad. But yeah, look, he had fun. His teammate shocked the world. It's all good. Michael Chiesa, but you also work for ESPN. Relax. Remember when uh, the, when Connor threw the dolly through the bus and Michael Chiesa was the only one that got like, cut in the face? He was like one of the only guys. <laughs> no, but remember then, Ray Borg? Rose, yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. Never mind. I wish they would. Michael Chiesa, he, he's got a lot of scar tissue, this guy. Scar tissue that I wish you so. Check out that song on Spotify, 2022. Uh, Conor McGregor calls for a title shot. What a surprise. Get rid of him, dude. Look, Cut him. Just, just answer this question. Both of you, one answer. Yeah, just based on the entertainment and how this UFC works, how he works. So answer this honestly. Does Conor McGregor get a title shot in 2022? Nick, yes or no? No. Oh, maybes. No. Alex, yes or no? No. The only reason why I would like no. it is because Charles Oliveira will get paid. But no, and he doesn't deserve it. I say, yes. I say he fights three times next year, and the third fight he gets a title shot. Oh, um, I, if if that's the case, then yeah, I'll be. No, happy with I that. asked yes or no, and that was it. Nick, you cannot do just the case because there's no more cases left for you. All right, I um, use it too much. Michael Chandler claims Dustin. Okay, this one's wild. Michael Chandler claims Dustin Poirier quit against Oliveira. I read this, and I'll, I'll let me go first because you know this is my guy, and I have an announcement to make. Everyone, take a listen. 
He's not my guy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, down um, with Michael Chandler. I, it's so crazy. I actually flew down to Nashville uh, with Theo. And Theo was going to see some of his buddies there. And I actually went to Michael Chandler's house to, uh, you know, say hi to his family. His multi-ethnic family. Good job. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, this? But then I gave him a ticket. He said, what's this ticket for? I said, I'm off the train. And I walked out. <laughs> then I realized I gave him my actual plane ticket. And I couldn't get back to LA. So I had to stay there for two days at his house. It was uncomfortable. No digital copies, huh? That's crazy. No, man. That's the one thing I didn't do was get a digital <laughs> copy of my plane ticket. Uh, yeah, guys. It, it's kind, it was kind of cringe. I, once again, I understand Michael Chandler. He's really taking this weird like pro wrestling but awkward cringe version, almost like Cejudo, but not as cool now. Oh, you mean like, like Michael just, Chandler? Yeah, like Michael Chan. He's just like, like really just trying to play up the whole like equate. But like, I didn't because I got choked out unconscious. My eyes rolled back like I came. It's like this <laughs> I got knocked just, out. Not you, yeah. pal. Yeah, any fighter that loses by like decision, he's probably like, see, I got knocked out when I lost, so I didn't quit. It's like what? <laughs> uh, when what I are first saying, yeah, when I first saw this, I I wish like I knew him. You know, obviously, like he'll probably beat the fuck out of me, but I wish I like knew him to no, be like, he just wouldn't pay you. Be like, yeah, he just wouldn't pay me, or I'd have to chase him down for fucking money. Um, but like, he, <laughs> oh, that made should me laugh. Should we, should we edit that out? I just came a little bit. Came. No, we don't edit nothing, dude. Nothing, bro. Okay? Here's the we thing: don't edit nothing. Uh, I wanted. I wish I knew him to be like, yeah, you didn't tap because you literally got knocked fucking unconscious. Of course, yeah. I bet you anything. If you were put in a submission, you'd fucking tap. So it's just like, bro, like, shut the no, fuck he up, bro. You, tap. He, he fucking lost the fight because he couldn't move your leg anymore. Shut the fuck up. Talking about do Bronx like that, baby. Look, Sean, I, I, Sean O'Malley is tougher than My- Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler Ooh. fucking couldn't even fight because his leg gave up. At least Sean O'Malley just fucking hopped on one leg and finished out the fucking fight. Very true. Very true. Nick, why wow. anything to this? You know, I think Michael Chandler is doing what he needs to do as far as selling a fight, which is fine. But also, don't kick a man while he's down, bro. Dustin Poirier is like he's like he's like the sweetheart of the lightweight division. Like, who doesn't? I think he's everybody kind of likes him. You know, he's trying yeah. to secure that fight because he won't get get you. But also, though, you don't need to do all that. Yeah, you, you don't need do. to do all that. He does. He does. Also, I just realized Michael Chandler had anything. Be- he better watch out who he calls out because, you know, Dustin Poirier is going to give him the fucking biz, I think. Oh, my God. Dustin Poirier beat if they that fight, fucking ass, bro. And also, I think Connor, I think his first fight back should be Tony Ferguson. Yeah. That's the only fight that, that makes sense. Or, you know what? You know what's funny right now? Just because he made that comment, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, McGregor's hatred right here. Michael Chandler's literally right here, bro. <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> wild. That is bro, that's I, cool, honestly, crazy. Because, like, you know... Cause, cause you know Connor's off pain meds and coke, you know. So like, it's yeah. it's not really it's not really him. It's just you know the drogas. Let Connor fight Chandler. Like I've said this before That's publicly. A good fight too. I think Ch- I think Connor McGregor can beat Chandler, and I would love to see it because wow. then Chandler gets beat by some guy that can't even win a fight at lightweight, and wow. it <laughs> proves my point that Chandler was just going to be the Ben Askren of the lightweight division. He was to come in, win one. But I'll say this: more entertaining, way more entertaining. No, fight actually, wise? Ben Askren's fighting fight wise? shit. No, I'm talking no. fight-wise. Bro, that spinning back fist is I literally <laughs> a beauty. <laughs> no, can, we, can someone make an animation of that? Uh, yeah, great. Um, all right, guys. Sean O'Malley and Dominic Cruz has some choice words about DC's commentary. Um, Sean O'Malley, uh, yeah, I mean, we already know. Uh, all that shit that happened. Uh, Sean O'Malley talked about this in the post-bike uh, press conference, but honestly, it's, he's a fighter. He can do whatever he wants. It doesn't bother me. But it was more of the Dominic Cruz and mm. 
what's his homeboy's name? Uh, Daniel Cormier, uh, a little fun beef because I mean, they're both, he's commentating on DC's job. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that he does with it in public, whether he co-worker. was scrolling, whether he's being a coworker and a friend, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I say genius. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sure if I was DC, I'd be kind of annoyed by that. But I think Dominic, he, I've always known him to be a guy that trolls. And look, he created a headline for himself. He's on the main card and everyone was talking yeah. about it. Yeah. And um, very whatever. true. It is what it is. Alex, can you make your arm straight? Go ahead. Ooh, the reason why I don't like it is because he went after his fight and they asked him about it. And he was like, look, I was, I'm cutting weight. You know, I'm tired. I'm hungry. So basically he was trying to say that he was just saying that because he was annoyed. So he meant that shit low key, bro. Yeah. Like no, you're going to throw your, yeah, but you got to throw your homie under the, supposedly he's like, he's my brother. You got to throw him under the bus like that on national it's, TV, bro. That's what I'm like, saying. In, in private. Dude, when I saw different. that shit, when I saw that shit, I was low-key like, man, I hope Pedro Munoz beat his ass, bro. Like, that <laughs> shit is just, that shit was so dirty to me. Like, why even say some shit like yeah, that? I, I didn't like that. I asked him in Caldera. Uh, he was not happy. We lost the match. But just like, why, why, right? Like, why even bring shit up like that, bro? And like, cause he didn't like, even do all that. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah like, I, I didn't get fuck? to watch, I didn't watch the Bisbang thing and I didn't get it's to hear Chael's take funny. on it. But like, it, yeah, it is, watching it is weird that he, it is weird that he would say it because, like, he obviously said it because he actually means it. There's some truth behind that, even if yeah, he was joking or trolling. But it's weird to say it in a public format like that no, in a no, very professional setting. No, what I think it is. I think he, I think Cruz gets a little jealous because they always like when they post the pictures of like uh, DC, Anik, and Rogan, everybody's oh, like yeah. the best commentary team ever. Lada, and he just doesn't get that shine. And I think yeah, that low key makes him mad. It bothers yeah, him. Yeah, I there's like, Sure. Say DC that all that stuff is true about you. Probably true. Uh, that's not, the job is also not just that. Like a uh, dominant entertainment, is, right? Uh, Do- that's why DC has a show. Like you have to you have to play like these like uh, performers on these like ESPN shows. So yeah, I just yeah, I thought it was dirty. I'm like, it was bro, weird. Why, it was weird. The fuck, what the fuck? I definitely the point? thought it was weird. And it, it would have been fine if it was a joke. But then when he goes and they ask him about it, he was just his thing was that he was tired and hungry and la la la. I'm like, so you meant that shit. And then he was like, your next headline should be that I, I need DC to do my job. It's like, cool, but why the fuck throw him under the bus like that, bro? Like, fucking hey. Yeah. Nick, you want to talk about ads? Um, you know, I'm, I'm just very thankful that we have Manscaped this year. And get all your stocking off. stuffer needs through manscaped.com. And with that being said, can I go pee really quick? Uh, yes. Let's do one more and then we'll take a break. Um. Uh, Nick, really quick. Uh, so, guys, last piece of news. Uh, post-fight interview with Julia Pena. She claims that she is the first mom champ. She said this in the post-fight press conference, uh, distinguishing giving birth to a child as being a real mom. Uh, I watched it. I watched it. it this The headline sounds crazy. Then I listened to the post-fight uh, press conference and her answer. I understood what she was trying to say, but also uh, a weird way to phrase it. Uh, Nick, go ahead. You disagree. And you know what? My whole thing is, is just like, that's just crazy to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy bro like i i feel like it, it, she didn't need to say that but look i'm not a woman i will never be able to give birth so what the fuck do i know actually that's hey, false um that's not false. to get all political but men can uh uh they're called birthing people now and men can have children all right, so that's science 
That's science. All right, guys, we're going to take a really quick break. All right, guys, on to our quick pick picks with Alex Lefkada-Costa, Nick the Ear, and myself, Giel Betts. Uh, we have our next um, juicy fight here, guys. We have a main event of Derek, the Black Beast Lewis. He's back in the game versus Chris Dalkals. Um, tattoo chess, guys. This is going to be exciting. Alex, we'll start with you first. You're going to go Black Beast, or you're going to go with nickname of Chris, which I'm not familiar with. What's the nickname? Does anyone know? I don't no, actually. All right, Chris. Or Derek. Chris. Chris. The Dalgus. The Dalgus. Um, I love uh D Lewis, but I have said this on this show, and I've said it to multiple people. Chris Dawkins is the dark horse of the heavyweight division. Um, honestly, I just think you know if he can take a shot, I think we're uh, we're gonna see uh Derek Lewis get TKO'd. There's been, it's, I think it's going to be like the Junior Dos Santos fight and shit like that, where it's just like the pressure becomes too much, and he just starts pounding on him, and the ref's going to finish it. Dawkins is good. His striking's clean. He's a big dude. He's strong. He has some power on him as well, too. Um, so, And he hasn't ever been knocked out, I don't believe, so his chin is still fresh. So as long as he can take that shot from D. Lewis, which I think he'll be able to avoid a lot of them, I think he wins the fight by uh, uh, TKO, like third round. Nice. Nick, what do you think? You know, I'm going to have to agree with Alex. I feel like uh, Dawkins has a more diverse skill set, and I feel like it's a more modern skill set, something that is, um, like, he just has more ways to win. Uh, I, f- I feel like, you know, Lewis could knock him out at any point in time, and that's always going to be a factor anytime you're fighting Derek Lewis. So don't be surprised if you see Lewis knock him out, but... I feel like Dawkins has the skills to be able to pull this one out. So I'm going to go with Dawkins. Dawkins is on a four-fight win streak in the UFC, making it five to include his last cage. uh, Was it Cage Warriors or Cage Fury or something? Something cage. He's five and oh, basically. He's very good. Um, I agree agree with you guys. Um, But Nick, I will not be surprised because Derek Lewis will knock him out. You guys have doubted him so many times. Yeah, and, uh, you're incorrect. Usually, Uh, I always go for Derek Lewis. I even went for him against Cyril Gullis. We always okay, pick him, fine. okay? We right, always pick well, him, in this case, you guys are wrong. I'm right. Frank. I'm a mom. Wait, so who did All you right. pick? You just said you agreed with us. No, I agree with He's you picking guys Derek. about everything. I'm choosing Derek. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, all right, next file. We have my boy, Stephen Karate Hati Thompson. <laughs> Remember the name, Muhammad. Also, I can never forget that name. Muhammad is such a memorable name, so you can get a new, you know, nickname because i do remember it already uh nick we'll start with you on this one do you have remember the name or do you have karate hottie uh i think i'm gonna go with the karate hottie just because his name is a karate hottie um i uh, i just feel like the footwork he's gonna present a lot more problems for a guy like balil because we already know what kind of balil is gonna try to do he's gonna try to wrestle him put him against a cage i poke Um, edwards yeah, exactly. Like hmm. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is going to eye poke him and he's going to head kick him afterwards. Um, I like Bilal a lot, but I think uh, Stephen Wonderboy is going to be the guy. Alex, will you remember the name that night? I think Wonderboy <laughs> is actually going to beat the living shit out of Bilal Muhammad, to be honest oh with you. Um, I think it's going to be a three round just performance of we're going to be like, damn, that's why, you know, we think so highly of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I agree, actually. That's a good The thing. only thing that makes t- look. I don't think I've ever picked against Stephen Thompson, but 
age has to be a factor at some point mm -hmm. this guy and guess what it's not steven thompson all day baby <laughs> karate hottie baby i tried to trick Ooh. you guys but you didn't fall for it you didn't fall for mm -hmm. it alex mm -hmm. uh angela hill versus amanda limos i'm gonna pick for everyone angela hill <laughs> or not or not anyone else Anyone disagree um, with that? Lemos is Lemos is dangerous. She can hit really good, but, but I think very hard to Angela, pick against Angela. Angela Hill worked. You know, she's worked a lot of her grappling. Her striking is really good. I think she can win a decision on this one. I think so. She's too. going to not can. I think she's going to win a decision on this one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah I think Amanda is a better fighter, and she'll probably beat her. But I better resume. I refuse to pick against Angela Hill. Oh, hey. I refuse. And our next fight, uh, Ricky Simone versus Hafia Anonsa. Very good fight. Yeah. Hey, you guys really like Ricky, Ricky. Ricky Simone for Sean O'Malley. That's a good fight. If we want to see how good Sean O'Malley's takedown defense and shit is, let's see him against Ricky Simone, baby. I don't think they're going to make put him against a wrestler anytime soon. No, yeah, they don't that, want that's, that. Ricky Simone's a dangerous fight for O'Malley because I feel like everybody that's in love with Sean O'Malley is going to watch that fight and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. wait, wait, what, what's happening? What, um, <laughs> what's happening? Excuse me, Dana White. This not supposed oh, no. to happen. Like that? Don't say that, man. He's a barstool sports, okay? Uh, let's not disrespect <laughs> Rafael Anunzao. He's been in the game for him, right? He's a legit guy. Anunzao or Sunzao? <laughs> yeah, Anunzao. let's not disrespect him. Rafael Anunzao. Raphael, <laughs> Raphael, Raphael, Ray Fine, Ray Fines, a sense Wow. Uh, uh, Ricky Nick, Simone. What do you, I'm going to Ricky, Ricky Simone. Simone. All right. Yeah. I'm going to guess I'm going to go uh, Ray Fines, a nuns This next fight, though, is what I'm really excited for. Guys, this is my pick. Between Diego uh, Ferreira versus Page Not Uploading. Who do you guys got? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work, hey, I guess. Hey, Alex, literally stay on that. We don't need to see the statistics. Uh, I'm going Gamrat. I feel like Why? he's very well-rounded. He is a beast. He submitted Jeremy Stevens in a minute. He's, he, he just has all the skills uh, necessary to beat Carlos Diego Ferreira, mm -hmm. I think. He's oh. a dark horse. I think he's, he, I, I hold him very high in, in 155, stock-wise. Uh, got Acosta. Um, I think, uh, I think Gamrot's going to win. I think, uh, uh, life bar is just low now. I think he's been finished a bunch of times, um, unfortunately. And, you know, he's, he's been around for a long time and this guy's mm -hmm. fucking strong. He's young. He's, he's still a young guy in UFC. Right. So I just think, uh, I think Diego is probably on his way out. Honestly, I thought he got cut by the UFC already. I didn't really realize he was still part of it. So um, I just think, uh, I think, I think Gamrot wins. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Gamrot. You can't have ears like that, Farah. You can't have ears like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins battle of the old guys. Huh? Um, I think a fan favorite for me, would be Cub Swanson. I'm going to go with Cub Swanson. Alex. Yeah. I think Cub Swanson is going to win this fight by just damaging Darren Elkins. Boom. Boom. Oh, the Dan that was named the damage because his nickname's the damage. Ha. You know, I'm going Darren Elkins here, man. Darren Elkins is on gonna a grapple him? tear. I know, dude, he is he he has been just overwhelming so many guys and just like you can't put a you can't understand why he's just beating everybody this late in his career with all the damage he's taken. Mm -hmm. He's literally like he's a fucking walking zombie. This dude, he's really hard to, to shut down. Um, 
I think he's going to beat Cub Swanson. And I'm a big Cub Swanson fan. Cub Swanson is like one of my favorite fighters, especially at 145. Um, but I think Darren Elkins style-wise and where he is in his career, I feel like he's aged a lot better than Cub Swanson has. And he's he's, he's showing more upside later in his career than Cub Swanson. So um, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, it breaks my heart, but I think I'm gonna go with Darren. Darren Elkins. Wow, I'm gonna have to go with Cub Swanson, like I said, because look, dude, it's Cub Swanson. Why are you picking against him? What's wrong with you, Jesus? Jesus, I know. Jesus <sighs> I know. 2000 and whatever. Fucking 19, Nick would never pick. Of he would have never picked Cub Swanson. Dude, the pandemic changed. I mean, um, all right, guys, on the prelims, let's get some quick shout-outs. Are there any fights that um, the chicken wing lingers uh, should be on the lookout for? Nick, uh, any fight there that you're like, well, you gotta watch Gerald Mirshart. Okay, so uh, there's a guy named Victor Henry who trains at CMMA. He's a local guy. Um, a lot of my buddies train with him. He's a very skilled 135er, and it's actually been a while since everyone's been expecting him to fight in the UFC. This is his first fight in the UFC. It's last minute. He took it on two weeks' notice, but he's fought a lot of amazing competition worldwide. In Japan, he fought a lot of big stars in Japan at 135, mm-hmm. fought a lot of guys in Russia and the Russian uh, champion of Russian fighting promotions out there. So he's really skilled. And I think he has a good matchup against uh, Barcelos. So I, I want to see Victor Henry get a W here. Alex Lifgaard changes hairstyle three times in 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I like the, um, what's it called? <laughs> the Charles, the, the Charles air Jordan versus Andre Ewell fight. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a good, a good fight. fight. Um, and then Jordan Levitt uh, and Matt Sales. I think that's going to be a really good fight. The, that's the fight that's opening up the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with you. And the last one, I love the Monkey King. He lost his last fight, but he was such a fun guy to watch in the Contender Series. So I'm going for that fight. Yum. Let's go. Yum. Oh, real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have, uh, I don't know if you were getting to it, but we have some fan questions. Let's do two. Let's do your favorite two. Okay, let's hear your favorite well, two. Choose let's wisely. do three because only one of them you can answer yourself. Ready? One okay. of them by Nico Chan MMA. How bad does Bobby's feet smell? Uh, never smelled his feet. Visually hideous. Next question. All right, here's a good one. Um, from Def Jeff Seventeen. If you were a big, Uf- if you were a big UFC fighter, how would you celebrate a win? Food, drinks, or strippers? Or just however, any other way. How would also you that last one is like it's funny that people like will say that, but for us, like that's our last thing we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I, specifically, I'm not going to strip club. Let's go to let's go to a strip club. That's just like not us. Maybe Alice. You don't, I don't know. I don't know. Alice, not well. I would, no, I would eat so much. I would just go and exactly get food, food, bro. food, food, food. Yeah, I would food. go. I would go food with my friends. 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 Here's my friends. a good one. Um, Brian underscore Lemmy Caraway. Oh, what, shit. what advice That's would you give? Name. What advice would you give a blue belt trying to be the best he can be for Nick? All right, I'll start. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Man, that is a tough question. Huh. Maybe Nick wasn't the right person to answer this. I'll no, say this. I'll say that because it's, it's a very advice. Here's okay, my go, go, advice. Go. Get on the podium. If you don't do it, quit. <laughs> Next. That's actually pretty good. That's pretty Next. good. You don't have it. Stand up. You get booed for 10 shows in a row. A quit. Uh, this is a very general piece of advice, but you just have to get good everywhere. You just, have to, you just have to be amazing. You have to study, 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 roll with as many people as you can. You have to uh, cross train a lot, I think is really important. And 
if you really want to be the best in the world, you have to be drills, 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 all day drills. I mean, that's I think pop, that's the best what you way. What pop song is this? Drills, 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 drills. Be the best you can be. You won't get on the podium. Just quit. Yeah, but drills, drill. Find your best drilling partner and do all the drills you can. Let's get some drills. Let's get let's get the drills, guys. That was our show. Thank you. Shout out to those fans. Can you give a shout out to those three people that um, asked those questions, Alice? One more time, please. Yeah, we have Def Jeff Seventeen on Instagram. We have Nico Chan MMA, and then we have Brian underscore Lemmy. Lemmy, not related to Caraway, but Brian Lemmy got a yummy name. I like that Lemmy. Brian Um, Lemmy Caraway. Guys, make sure you can submit your questions uh, at our website, uh, on our website, on our at our email, or you can just do it on Instagram when uh, you see the post up there, and we'll get to a couple of those questions. We love you guys very much. Thank you for supporting mm-hmm. the show. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I did. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Alex has a tongue that moves quickly. Uh, Nate got them same old ears, and that's why we love him. Um, make sure you follow Alex at Alex, not at Alex, but at LiftGod. And here's a fun thing. Alec is unretired from streaming. It was a, I was surprised to see him on Twitch and he's smiling because he's back in the game. Uh, I think he's in a better place now. He's um, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be rocking that stream. So check it out. We're all new now in Caldera. Uh, make sure you follow Nick at, I'm going to say at liftgod.com. <laughs> and follow me at liftgod. Um, you can follow Nick uh, at Nick the Ear. Get some programming. Get your life in check. You can follow me at Gilbits. We love you very much. Follow we out here. Make sure... Uh, we out here at MMA and make sure you use the code, the promo code for Manscaped, which is we, we out, out here. There you go. Make it happen. We love you guys very much. And peace. Top the road. I'm the best. I am 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 the